Okay, I'm just going to send him a note. Hey, Ben. We are going to start right now without you. Feel free to join when you are ready. Love you. Okay. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. All right, hey, Black you, Sheep. Sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you a question. Black Sheep Radio, episode 129. Is that Ben hit the snooze that real? a couple, two times? That is a real. 129 number. Yeah. of these? Yeah, it's pretty absurd. Um, I, you can't even think about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it feels like, like, I mean, granted that time has, has kind of just gone super fast because of the whole lockdown thing. Um, but yeah, we've been plugging away this whole time and, and, and we're sitting at 129 episodes, which is pretty remarkable. Do you remember exactly what day in March it was that kind of everything shut down? Was it the 12th or somewhere around there? I, so, uh, I think it was, I think the 11th is when all of the sports leagues shut down. Yeah. Um, because I, the, the 10th was my birthday and I remember yeah, the 10th is my wife's birthday. Crazy. Oh, no way. March 10th. Yeah. That is it's pretty wild. Um, yeah. So I, I remember spending the 10th. I had the day off cause I always take my day off the day off on my birthday and I spent it buying up fucking dry goods and non-perishables i remember it very vividly and everyone thought i was a crazy person and then the next day all the sports leagues were shut down and it started getting a little uh ew a little weird but yeah i think think it was like 11th or something you know so we're coming up in in just like a couple days time we're coming up on six months of this so can i just say congratulations to everybody for having made it a half of a fucking year in this uh new normal let's call it that seriously for parents out there for uh for business owners for employees that have been collecting fucking serb or going through that pain in the ass and um for people yeah just congratulations to everybody for having got to this point we have uh many more of these six month uh little gaps to uh to go i think before we will be in uh a normal normal instead of a new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, congratulations, six months. That's a fucking long time. Yeah, definitely. It's been, it's been a grind, I think. Like, I'm not, like it, it's been harder for some people than others. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, you know. I think it's been hard for everybody, but it, yeah, just in different ways. Like, definitely. you know what I mean? Just because you have a job, just because you're working and working from home doesn't mean it's fucking Shangri-La. Like, obviously, yes, there is financial things that are a benefit of that. But at the same time, it's not. It's not perfect. It's not perfect for anybody. None of this is perfect for anybody. Anybody. So no. that's why, I mean, we, we sometimes will, I know yesterday, I mean, I, I kind of came down hard on teachers unions and stuff like that. Mm. They've never had to go through this. 
You know what I mean? That's the the government, the government that we have right now has never had to go through this. Nobody has. Dr. Teresa Tam has never had to go through this. So uh, it's new for everybody. That's why it's called a novel coronavirus, because it's something new. And um, I mean, hopefully we never have to go through it again. <laughs> but uh, it's new for everybody. So it's fucking be easy on everybody. And we've all sur- Well, I shouldn't say we've all survived six months, but. A lot of us have survived six months, like 99% of us, I suppose. But. There, there's there's a, a lot of stuff that I was reading, too, that was kind of troubling. And I mean, granted, there's a lot of bullshit just on the Internet now. So it's, it's hard to but they're saying like, like I, I read this one article saying that this is like the pandemic age and that this is just the first of many that we're going to have to weather. Well, that's exciting. I don't know how true that is. I don't know why that is the case. I, I didn't read the whole article or anything, but like, you know, it, it, it was the, it, it's tough. Like I, I don't, I don't want to get ahead of us ourselves and like, feel like, Oh, we're, we're on the edge of getting past this and moving on with our life as normal. Cause I just don't think that things are going to be back to normal as the way that we no, I think, yeah, yeah agreed, agreed. Like, like you got to think about like, like our businesses, for example, like our specific, like, like, um, yours might be a little bit different just because in real estate, you know, that's the business, uh, having, having an office space is just another property for the business. But like, you know, I, I couldn't imagine like, like my company continuing with having like an office space where it's giant and stuff. It just seems like a liability at this point. Agreed. Even, you know what? Yeah. yeah. You know. I think bricks and mortar, uh, bricks and mortar businesses are going to, uh, going to see a major change over the next, uh, well, they've already seen a major change. You've already seen a lot of their restaurants being a good example of, uh, expanding past the bricks and mortar because you have to. Um, so I think you're going to see a lot more of that. And uh, I mean, people that uh, if you don't have to, if you don't have to slug your way through fucking traffic and go through all that kind of stuff, if you're able to work from home and and you find maybe uh, maybe a level of peace at working from home versus working in an office versus the, I mean, the, the rat race of getting to the office, why would why would an employer that if you can if you can do all the functions of your job from home why would they not allow you that mm-hmm. um, I mean yeah. there's there's a difference between taking a 15 minute break at 10:30 to go and hang out with your kids for 15 minutes or go see how your wife is doing or sit on your couch and watch, you know what I mean? 15 minutes of a show versus a 15 minute break at an office where you're sitting in some fucking staff room eating chips out of a machine, just waiting to go back to work at work. Um, I mean, I think darts. Yeah. yeah. How many cigarettes can I smoke? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Take up smoking just to get a break. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's get into some news stories here. Cause there's quite a bit to get into. Um, I tried to brighten it up a little bit, but there's, you know, uh, we were, we were talking about it a little bit yesterday and I'm sure we're going to go into it today, but I'm a, I'm a little sad though, just before I get into this, that, that Ben's, uh, kind of incapacitated right now because he was heated yesterday. So maybe we, maybe we, <laughs> maybe we can get into it tomorrow. Hopefully, sure. I'm uh, sure he'll he was, still he want to go yeah. in on it. And, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, take away his take because because it was pretty funny. 
Yeah, um, no, he uh, yeah, he certainly has one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anyways, okay. So, uh, some some initial uh, good news is uh, the buses in Burlington. Uh, they've added twelve, or they plan to add twelve more buses and three pair of vehicles to their public transportation fleet, uh, following a large investment from all three levels of government, which would be the federal, provincial, and local government. So, uh, and the vehicles will be added over the next three years. So that's good news. Um, Again, like it's it's funny. I, I saw the Beaverton. Um, <laughs> they had a really funny article about. I, I don't know how familiar you are with these like public transportation projects that they have going on in Mississauga, and like the ghost tra- stations and stuff. And and they were making fun of the fact it's like finally the um, the 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 expansion to the GTA's public transportation system has completed now that everybody's working from home and it was really funny so like because they, they'd been working on this project for the last 10 years um it's still good to have public transportation for sure and hopefully it goes back to normal but uh, i thought it was hilarious that the timing well, is just perfect yeah i mean it's interesting because it, it is such an important uh thing for for the environment um and for just relieving congestion on the roads and travel, you know, I mean, road safety, if more people are taking the go train, but then you get this fucking pandemic and it's like, <laughs> you know what? I'd rather just stay in my, my Seriously. own filthy car by myself. So fuck, you can't win. The poor environment's just like, God damn, I almost <laughs> had them. We almost <laughs> had them with the electric car. <laughs> Queen Construction is officially complete. So in Hamilton, uh, Queen Street South was okay, under. Yeah. They, they they were they were adding uh, new traffic lights, curbs, enhanced safety for cyclists, and uh, it's designed to transform the section of the street from one way into two way, and it is now officially two ways. Oh, cool. Um, which is pretty interesting. I don't know. I'm probably going to stay away from it because you'd imagine that like some old lady's going to be driving the wrong way and fucking it's been traffic. like this for 90 years. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to wait till the kinks get worked out that way. But uh, it's pretty cool. It's it's it never really bothered me just because you just go one street over down a lock or something and, and yeah. drive down like it doesn't make any difference to me. But uh, can I I'm just sure say people, the people the out of towners are definitely have a hard time with it. Yeah, when I was, uh, I went to, I've been to Europe twice. Once I went to, uh, for my honeymoon, and we part of that was going to Amsterdam, where, aside from the weed and all that stuff, they have a staggering mm-hmm. amount of bicycles, like people bike yeah. everywhere. Uh, when I went to Belgium, same thing. It's bicycles everywhere. There are cars, of course, but uh, there's a lot more bikes on and they don't have these fucking lanes all over the all over the road. They just people that are in cars watch out for bikes, and people that are on bikes watch out for cars, and they all mm. don't watch out for people. <laughs> that's, mm. that's kind of the way it goes. So it's just weird that we will a shut down a street for for six months to paint some lines on a fucking road so that a bicycle has, I mean, a spot. I, it's, can we not just can we can we all just get along on the roads? Yeah, like it's funny. And in, 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 uh, one of the cool things in in uh, the Netherlands is they actually have like bicycle highways, which is really yeah. Nice. They, they also they have, yeah, in, bicycle like, parking lots too. Yeah, and not only is it better for the environment and cheaper, but like it's better for public health as well because you know people are people are getting out and cycling. I I feel like. I would do that if it was a little bit safer. Like I'm not about to fucking go on main street 
west in a fucking bicycle. Like that sounds like a goddamn death trap. So, and I get I'm the first one to get pissed off when a bike is taking up a whole lane uh, when there's a perfectly good sidewalk just sitting there. So I don't I don't get it. But um, hopefully, if they if they invest in the infrastructure and it's a little bit easier, like maybe I I just don't I don't work in in Hamilton. So that but that would be. I would definitely consider it for sure. There's a lot of bad bike riders in, in Hamilton too. Like even when they're in the bike lane, they bike like my daughter who's five, like fuck, why are you so wobbly? (laughs) Are you, are you going to fall into the road? And so you're kind of still driving behind him anyway. Like at this point, you might as well be driving in front of me for sure. Um, So uh, on the vaccine front, there's a, oh, the, yay. the plan to roll out a COVID vaccine marches on. This is this is where <laughs> this is where the newscast takes a noticeable downturn. <laughs> <laughs> a late stage study of the current so that so there's a bunch of there's a bunch of um, vaccines that are currently being worked on. There's uh, um, AstraZeneca is one. Uh, there there's there's a couple other ones on course too. I think Pfizer's got one, and then there's one out of the UK that's doing really well. I think it's Oxford or something. Anyways, the one the AstraZeneca one has temporarily temporarily been put on hold. I kind of threw this in into the newscast because I I wanted to hear Ben fucking riff riff on it because because <laughs> I'm sure he would have. But it's been temporarily put on hold following the discovery of a potentially unexplained illness during the current trial stage so so it's it's uh they don't know if it's a side effect of the vaccine or what but uh, they had to put it on hold everyone's saying oh yeah that's normal whatever um if 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 i could take a page out of ben's book i'll say um oh fuck that Because he's, you know, the guy, the guy clearly, oh, yeah, the, the, he, he, he would definitely riff on that one. Um, I don't really want to touch it. It seems like I, I, I'll save that one. I'll, I'll bring that up, uh, bring that up for when he, when he's back. Well, um, he would, and, I mean, he needs to be, he needs to be of the, <laughs> he needs to be of the same mindset, though. I, I wish he would sign in right now, but he needs to be of the uh, same mindset that he is with, uh, like, going back to school, for example, where he's like, mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to know if it works until everybody just fucking accepts it and goes through it. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. it's the same as a vaccine. When the vaccine comes out, everyone can't be like, well, I don't want to be the first one to try the first one because then nobody's going to fucking try it. We're not going to know if it works. Yeah. <laughs> so you just need to just, you know what? I'll be the first. It's, I'll put my, I'll roll my like, sleeve up and take that one. If I grow a fucking horn, <laughs> grow a horn. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people say that they don't want to be the first one for sure. And I get that, but like, they're not going like, they're not going to be the first ones just because like it's going to you know it's going to people that are high risk so it's like the old people and and people with pre pre uh, existing conditions are going to be the ones that get the first ones to get it and and hospital workers as well so we'll know if it works or not by the time it reaches guys like us you know yeah that's true yeah It'll, be, um, it'll just be like yeah. the flu shot, and eventually it'll, or it might even be part of that same package. They throw it all in the same needle, bam, <laughs> boom, fucking done. You're all good. For sure. Oh, okay. Benny had the uh, the charger not plugged in right deal, where your phone, you think it's charged all night, but it isn't. That's the oh, worst. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I did that I was, a couple days ago, uh, well, yesterday before the show, and I woke up. You know when you wake up and you're like, oh, fuck, I had something to do, and it looks brighter out than it should be. 
And I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, God, thank God, six o'clock. So still had time for a bath before the show. But uh, <laughs> usually it's a 530 start. So, yeah. Um, OK, so let's get let's 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 re- there's a couple more stories here. But these yeah, are cool. all things I feel like most people probably already know about because everyone's watching this covid shit very, very closely, especially, especially in Canada. Yeah. yeah uh, B.C closes up uh, nightclubs and banquet halls are closing back up in BC following a surge of 420 new Ooh. 29 new COVID cases over the long weekend. So that's not just okay. the one day. Is there anything? Yeah. Uh, bars and restaurants. Mm. This is actually a really good idea that they're doing here. I mean, it, it doesn't seem to be working all that well right now, but, but uh, I, I read this and I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, bars and restaurants must close by 11 PM unless they are currently serving food. And they've moved last call to 10 p.m. at all restaurants and bars. So, oh, really? Yeah, and and I feel like that's really interesting because that was one of the issues that we've been running into in Hamilton with that whole cause and effect bullshit with that bar, just <laughs> you know being open till 2 a.m. and all the goon the goon squads are just running around taking Jaeger <laughs> bombs and fucking <laughs> fist bumping. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, (laughs) for sure. So it's just one of those things. Like, I feel like that solves the problem. You know what I mean? Like, like, but we'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how, how school affects it. Uh, I, I think we all know how that's going to go. And, and, uh, lastly, the Ontario surge, and this is the one that we really wanted to get into today. Um, we might actually just save that conversation for Ben because he adds a little bit of, I think me and you are very similar on, on the same page with this shit. Mm. Um, and Ben's, Ben's kind of the odd man out, which makes the conversation a lot more interesting, but Ontario, um, according to Doug Ford, a surge in cases mean that Ontario won't change COVID-19 restrictions for at least a month. I don't know if they had any plan, any new plans to change the restrictions. Cause it sounds like we're going to be in phase three until a vaccine is fully realized. But, um, I guess what it says is, uh, the plan to reopen schools is still going. So like, I don't, that's crazy, but, um, from what, yeah. just from what I read, I guess the, in, the intention is to cut down on the amount of community activity around schools so that schools are mm. safer, which I think is a little bit cart beside the fucking horse. Like it's not, it's not even in front. Like it's just yeah. like the carts over there. Like it's, it's, no, no plan is not a plan. I, I said that yesterday. Like this is a fucking cluster fight. Like, it's honestly, if there was just one more group involved, it would be like the Three Stooges. Like just fuck. Like just come up with a plan that I, works. I, I think. I think a lot. I say of that. Are, I, I didn't. I don't have a plan. So I guess no, it's not fair for me to say yeah. come up with a plan. But it's also not my job to fucking come up with a plan. And That's if true. all I did all day long was sit there and think about a fucking plan, I'd be able to come up with something better than no plan. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like I feel like Doug Ford is definitely taking the heat on this. I don't know. I don't think it's any, deserved and. I don't, well, I just don't know. I just don't know if there's anybody else that would be able to deal with it in any different of a way. Like, you know, I, I, maybe he could have done a better job of it or whatever, but like, it just, it sounds like it is a disaster and everyone's fucking yelling, uh, fire 
Um, but I don't, I, I'm curious, I would be curious in like an alternate reality to see how it could have been different if there was like somebody else in charge, because I, I just don't believe that, I don't believe there's much of a solution here. Like it, you either, op- if you're opening up the schools, which that's the decision that you can take. And, you know, there's a lot of people that agree with that. Um, it's just, this is what's going to happen. I, I don't know any other way that you can, schools are underfunded in general, class sizes are, are over over uh, capacity and they have been like that for a while. I just don't know how now in the middle of a pandemic when there's very little money to go around, they're just going to magically fix the school system. So I just, it's curious to me, like everyone's shitting on Doug Ford and I don't mean to be a Doug Ford apologist, but I I would be curious to see what. uh, Yeah. Like what did the, what did the premier of Ontario do in 1918? I mean, fuck. It's the only, it's the only comparison we have really. Uh, Because again, this is, yeah, he probably died of Spanish flu. But yeah. uh, I mean, this is, uh, again, <clears throat> nobody's ever gone through this. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I mean, no one that current, well, maybe there's some people on the planet that have. You'd have to be obviously like 100, 100 plus years old. But uh, nobody's gone through this. This is uh, a first for everybody. It's a first for systems that we have in yeah. place that, uh, I mean, maybe we thought were infallible and clearly are fallible, if that's a, if that's a thing. Um Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got for the news um, for today. I think that we'll probably, um, I I think that, I think that we'll probably like save the, the, the big conversation about COVID and the possibility, the potential of a new shutdown um, for tomorrow because yeah. I just, I, I just really, he has like, an opinion on it. <laughs> I was giddy yesterday when I was hearing Ben go off. He was like, he was, it was like back at the beginning when he's like, fuck this and lose yeah. his mind. And I was, I was excited. So I, I don't want to say too much more about that. Yeah. Well, uh, what I, what like, I liked, to, yeah, I liked yeah. about it as well is like, we were having a conversation on, on Facebook about it. Like, I mean, on messenger and yeah, kind yeah, of sent yeah. the link and then he said something. And then I think you and I like started talking about something something else and then all of a sudden Ben had like a fucking <laughs> script that he sent about just like this super long diatribe so about good. how he yeah so yeah. he's passionate so about good. it so but but um I guess the 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 one thing that we could chat about before we wrap up here is uh you know the the whole real estate situation that's going on right now I'm, I'm sure you're pretty close to it um yeah with sam being a real estate agent and uh being very active especially now it's pretty fucked up like do you guys have any beats on like what's happening like it specifically or or is it just like because it seems like prices are going up significantly and 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 offers are out and is this like local people like just trying to buy houses or is it like yeah you know, i think part, you know i mean i think part Part of it is, I mean, like I said, we're coming up on six months of people being, I mean, locked down in some way, shape or form. Um, And most uh, most people in the industry knew that once the gates were opened a little bit, you were going to have a lot of people that had sat in their house for six months and thought, I'm fucking sick of this place. I got to get a new place or Mm. sat on the couch and looked at their spouse and thought, I'm fucking sick of him. Uh, (laughs) I need to get out. I need to get out of this marriage. So you're seeing a lot of uh, single people. You're seeing a lot of new divorces. You're seeing a lot Mm. of people that just literally they've been sitting on their hands for a long time because they were unsure as to what uh, what the market was going to be 
like that are now out buying. And what happens then is every house goes in competition. So when you're going to purchase a house that's listed for, you know, I mean, uh, three fifty nine, there's no fucking shit. If you put an offer for three fifty nine, you're not going to get it. Uh, you know what I mean? They're going up over four and that's not because necessarily the house, the house is worth what people will pay for it. So if someone pays $700,000, that's how much it's worth. But in terms of like just being realistic, um, I mean, people will, put their best offer forward uh, in that, in that instance. And uh, I mean, my wife just had one that there was 50 plus offers on on a house and uh, it went for like 200 grand over list. Now, granted that was, that was the, that was the game plan. Like their, their objective was to do something like that and, and garner attention. They weren't expecting it to go that high, but that's what the market is for, for a house in Hamilton. And that is fucking staggering because when I think back to when my wife and I, bought our first house we bought our first house for a hundred and nineteen thousand dollars uh and then five years later we sold it for double that and now that same neighborhood the houses are like 350 400 thousand like it's just that's the that's the entry price to move into a to move into a new home it's very very expensive um but people are banks are banks are aware of this and banks are lowering their rates at a staggering rate <laughs> no pun intended um yeah. and and making it easier especially for new home homeowners and uh people that are getting like high ratio mortgages where they're only putting five percent down like the the interest rates are some are like 1.99 and you know what i mean like wow. it's it's really really low so it's enticing for people and um like i said the, the the price of houses are going up because so many people are flooding the market now and uh, there's only so many houses to sell. So. Yeah, that's that's really interesting uh, point I, I, about the the newly single people as well. Like oh, that, I'm I'm always I'm very very curious to see how that because I, I remember in at the beginning of this whole thing, China is obviously a couple months ahead of us, and there was a huge surge in divorces in China. Uh, so you you know I haven't heard the news come out of North America with the divorce rates and stuff, but uh, I fig- I was just waiting for it because you'd imagine, yeah. Um, and I'm just <laughs> seeing like one of the one of the things I was seeing on on uh, online was like Mississauga um, houses are I think the average house is like nine hundred thousand yeah. dollars now. And yeah. a buddy of mine, like a house in his street sold for like 200 K over asking or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, and he just bought his house. So he's laughing, but it's just, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious because it, it's not what I would have expected in the middle of a, a, such financial instability for people to just go on this huge giant buying spree. And I'm curious, I was curious cause like I, I always thought it would have just been like international money flooding in and buying up real estate. But, uh, you mean there may, there may be a lot of that as well, but as I said, I'm just, uh, we're just seeing a lot of, yeah. a lot of offers. So, you know I mean? With those, when you get a lot of offers, you get a lot of people throwing out numbers that, they normally wouldn't, and uh, it's funny. It's funny. I mean, the, on the on the topic of divorce, we've got uh, <clears throat> we've got a new tenant in our uh, in our basement apartment, and uh, 
while we were going through the application process, we had a guy that emailed my wife and he was like, hey, just got divorced. Long story. Need the apartment. <laughs> like That was all that was all his message was like, eh, I, I feel like that's going to be a fight on the driveway. <laughs> at some yeah. point. Like, that's fair. Somebody's going to be throwing shit Leave at your, your car. Shit out of this, man. Why does your landlord need to know that you just got a divorce? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Long, together, long story. Like, well, you can't long say that. <laughs> so lots of late night drinking and fucking. <laughs> yeah, it was that cause and effect one night. Music and... <laughs> at 3 a.m. Perfect. <laughs> I wear track pants every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, I think that's I think that's pretty good. Uh, cool. We'll we'll uh, we'll touch base tomorrow. I'm hopefully I'm going to send Ben McPhee memes all day about COVID and about how it's not safe to go outside just to tune him up so that he's ready for tomorrow and just fight. Yeah. How you can't wait to get the vaccine and shit. (laughs) Actually, you know, before, uh, before we do leave though, there was a, I asked this question on our Facebook page yesterday and uh, just to get people's thoughts on it. And um, the one guy, take a read when you get a chance uh, at some point today where he kind of just says like, maybe it would have been a good idea if we're going to open schools on say the 15th, maybe from the 1st of September to the 15th, that's when you do kind of a lockdown and, And basically at that point, you come out of that and everybody, I mean, for lack of a better term, has a clean bill of health. Because in mm-hmm. that time frame, you would have shown symptoms. So I thought that was kind of uh, an that's interesting way. So, and that, again, that's a plan. It might not be the best plan, but it's a fucking plan. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's better than the entire teachers' union has come up with. So, fuck. I read early on that like one of the one like they they put the. Uh, they put the circumstances through like some AI generated computer to come up with like a plan, like a strategy, um, uh, like simulate a strategy to see would be the most uh, successful. And they said like rolling lockdowns every couple of months. So you you go on, you go off, you go on, you go off. And they said that would be the most effective strategy to combat COVID until there was a vaccine. I haven't seen anybody do that, but it sounds like, more and more likely like you know ben would love that that sounds two months and then come back it's like yo that's fucking pretty smart but uh well you know i mean i think like they i mean if we do get all the way to december without uh schools being closed down they should just kind of make christmas break december (laughs) i mean come back in january yeah everybody's still still healthy all right rock and roll let's go 2021 it's gonna be a better year (laughs) give people the materials that they need um for the students the materials they need to work a certain amount of stuff at home and all that shit you could you could plan the curriculum around that too but yeah oh and the the other thing what did you end up watching from the because you posted the the ultimate oliver stone collection which is oh yeah i went with uh i went with talk radio i went with talk radio like i've seen them i've seen them all yeah i've seen them all a hundred times so um at that point it's just like what do i kind of want to have on background noise while I do something else. Um, but yeah, I went with talk. So many people said natural born killers, which is such a good movie. I just feel like Tarantino you have to know wrote that. eh? did he really? Yeah, man. He took just, his name off of the, Oh uh, really? Off the script because Oliver Stone changed it too much. Oh, yeah, oh really? Tarantino wrote the screenplay for that. that. Oh yeah. You know what? It makes complete sense. Yeah, if it wasn't, if it wasn't him, it was Robert Rodriguez. So yeah, that's um, fair too. Yeah. Same style yeah. of movie, but yeah, no, it's such a good, but I think you have to be like ready for that. Like you don't just sit and casually watch natural born killers. Oh, <laughs> like, that Rodney Dangerfield stuff. Like that's, that's way too dark. <laughs> yeah. That's really good dark. Lord. 
right, man. Uh, All right. Good, good chat. We'll catch up with you tomorrow, um, and Ben will be here. Hopefully, he charges his phone. <laughs> All right, man. See you tomorrow. <laughs> All right, see it. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.